0: um patrick you actually have been talking about what is seemingly two different topics (laughs) and yet they're exactly the same thing okay all right and so um the let's start with the second one and work with it to see how it fits back in with the first question that (laughs) you were asking all right so Let's, let's use the, uh, the term that you use in the sense of background Mm. and background thoughts, Mm -hmm. okay. Background thoughts are the moments of, uh, of time when the mind is wandering. But that, um, I, I was taught this many, many years ago, Mm. uh, as, as an analogy. Uh, And that is that the mind is like a computer in the sense that it does just one instruction after another. And that we think of this one instruction is like a mind moment. Mm. And that um, what we can do is we can get sharper and sharper. To dissect this mind moment down to shorter periods of time to see things but when we take a broad context mm. that we had this going and that going and that going and that going but we see it in a broader context it looks like it's all happening at the same time where mm. in fact it's not mm. and so when we think <clears throat> about the background thoughts that means that we're focusing on the foreground Mm-hmm. But then a mind moment will happen about a, uh, a ramble thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you notice that and you'll call it a background. And then you come back to your primary thing and then whoops, it goes off again. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so we have to understand that part of <clears throat> what we're practicing here mm-hmm. is to use anapanasati, basically the anapana part of it, of the breathing part. Mm-hmm. is to settle the mind down mm-hmm. so that you can actually see mm-hmm. that what you've been doing all this time is this background thought
1: mm-hmm.
0: while you've been going along doing everything mm-hmm. anyway
1: mm-hmm. all
0: right because uh it's when the thoughts are in the background that they're the most subconscious and for many people they can have these background thoughts and get up Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then they don't even know why they got themselves worked up Mm -hmm. and so now that they're worked up they got to figure out why they're worked up and they come across something else altogether. Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and um then they go about doing that thinking that um that's going to solve the anxiety that came from the background thoughts that i had Mm -hmm. that one time long ago when i made This is what I at that point if we engage with that activity that we thought that we were doing.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: we forget about all the background thoughts. Mm -hmm. But they're there anyway. They Mm -hmm. come and go, but we're not focused on paying any attention to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now that we've got that kind of figured out, let's see what we can do with Mm -hmm. it. Mm. because one of the things that we're actually going to be working with is those background thoughts. Now that you've identified them, that's going to be the focus of our attention. Mm. And so basically those background thoughts or those thoughts are going to arise while you're in the midst of watching the breath then mm, mm. in fact a good way of looking at it is, is that we want to keep the breath long and deep for a long in breath and a long out breath but that mm. only takes one little moment of sati to re- mm. make, to recognize that this is a long in breath mm. <laughs> and yeah. then the next point of sati is this is a long out breath so mm. the rest of the in breath and the rest of the out breath can be, now be uh, devoted to these background thoughts mm,
1: mm
2: yeah okay, <laughs> it can sometimes right. feel like a breath can sometimes feel quite long when you're
0: that's the intention <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> like a long period of time to sort of like for there's many many moments of sati that should be there
0: right there's a lot yeah. going on in that yeah, one yeah. breath that yeah. while <laughs> we're breathing quickly we're not really paying attention now that we're actually focused on making mm. the breathing longer All of the other stuff that we weren't ever paying attention to becomes almost obvious. Mm, mm, And mm. we call them background thoughts because we think that the foreground Mm. is, in fact, the intended thing to do, which is to watch the breath. Mm -hmm. Not devoting very much time or or, uh, uh, mind moments to Mm. that. Mm -hmm. But we do keep bringing things back to that point and and making that point. We we keep planting that flag over Mm -hmm. and over and over again in the breath.
2: Yeah, yeah. And by
0: doing so, that means that we have to recognize that we wandered away someplace and now it's time to wander back. (laughs) So that's what gives them the idea of the background thoughts. Okay. but this becomes now part of the focus of Mm. what and then, in fact, we can think of it in the sixth, in the sense of the fourth tetrad. <clears throat> of this is all of that temporary stuff. Mm. This is step thirteen. That's mm. that uh, anicca to start watching that mm. the mind is running around and mm-hmm. walking around mm. and doing things like that, and that we're mm. able to see it better mm. because we have this anchor point of the breathing.
2: Okay. 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 So this is a way of reframing it, not as a kind of um, a failing, (laughs) you know, because I I guess what I my the reason that uh, sort of anxiety was creeping in about it was when I began the practice, you know, there were mind moments when you were with the breath and then your mind would wander. You'd think about your argument that you had like last Tuesday and then you'd basically forget you were in the room and Mm -hmm. for a few minutes at a time and that could be that was a really obvious way example of mind wandering and then you'd bring it back to the breath and then this what what's happening now is much um is much more fine but i guess you're saying that it's Mm -hmm. still the same process it's just happening at a much quicker speed is that well actually
0: you're beginning to catch up with the fact that it's going at that speed all the time
2: okay okay okay
0: in a way yeah. is sort of like that we're standing beside the tracks
1: mm.
0: with our with our face very very close to a high speed train that's going by at a flash
1: mm. Mm.
0: And what we're learning to do is by anchoring it with the breath, we're drawing ourselves away so that we can see more and more of that train and the further, uh, or that, that flash it goes by. Mm-hmm. And when we get further and far enough along, we can mm-hmm. see the whole train. Mm-hmm. We can see that whole thought train mm-hmm. pass by mm-hmm. because we're, uh, having a new way of focus,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but there's a whole lot more to it than that. And, and that is that we're going to introduce something in the sense that we're going to start using those mind moments also to gladden the mind.
1: Mm. <clears throat>
0: um, or another way of talking about it, and uh, the Buddha has this, there's a sutta by the name of two kinds of thoughts. And it's sutta number 19 in the Majjhima Nikaya. So I'm making that reference so that folks <laughs> know. That this stuff is what the Buddha teaches. This is not something that I made up out of the air. Okay. That there are actually two kinds of thoughts. Mm. We can call those nurturing thoughts Mm. or gladdening thoughts Mm -hmm. or brightening thoughts or Mm -hmm. up thoughts. And then we can think of the other kinds of thoughts as garbage thoughts, junk thoughts, Mm -hmm thoughts about someplace else thoughts about some other time
1: mm.
0: other than right here and right now okay mm. and that's why their junk is because they take us away from this present moment they take mm-hmm. us away from the reality so mm-hmm. this is what we would call hindrances
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's and it's great for people to think that uh, are for, like you're experiencing and coming to understand that we think that oh the mind is just full of hindrances, and then I wake up, and now I'm doing Anapanasati and mm-hmm. watching my breath, and the hindrances are not there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, these background thoughts are actually the hindrances.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're there all mm-hmm. the time. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but anytime, time, you know, mm-hmm. these mind moments, we have to be on guard for them mm-hmm. as to how we're going to operate with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Because there's, in fact, two kinds of thoughts. Mm. And they think of two kinds of thoughts in the same way that we think of two kinds of ways that a mommy treats a child. Okay. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Number one way is, and they've done quite a lot of research and they're still going after it. But um, one of the reasons why uh, so many people in the United States especially have got addicted to Oxycontin mm. is because it's actually a um, an opiate that simulates what is not the same thing as a self-manufactured chemical that's in the brain, Yeah, <clears throat> which is actually, uh, they I think it's pronounced Oxycodone.
1: Mm, mm,
0: mm. Now, this oxycodone actually has a particular kind of frame of reference and another kind of word for it, because they notice that this chemical is extraordinarily strong. Mm. With a mother who mm. is now being given her to hold in her arms, the 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 newly born child. Mm, mm. This is called bonding or the mm. motherly instinct. Mm. Okay, and that uh, this happens quite often and that women who and people who work in the maternity uh, room, they think that it's really an advantage because when they go into the room with Mm. the mother who just now received her newborn babe, that oxycodone goes all over the room,
1: <laughs> and
0: everybody feels good and warm and gushy, and it's like a—you know—that's why Mila Ramosi says to think about puppies, just because when you think about puppies and babies and all of that, that that nurtures us or brings us into that state of having us manufacture a little bit of oxycodone mm-hmm. in the brain. Mm -hmm. This is the gladdening of the mind that the Mm -hmm. Buddha is talking about, but he's not using our our language. He's using a language of 2,500 years ago.
1: Mm -hmm. He
0: figured this stuff out empirically, but now we have better language to actually describe it. And that many people don't know this. So when they go into meditation, they think that I either have random uh, thoughts or Mm -hmm. I should work on watching the breath so that I don't have any thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. okay but in this context we're not saying that there are three kinds of thoughts Mm
1: -hmm.
0: nurturing thoughts critical thoughts and no thoughts at all we're just saying no there's only two kinds of thoughts and that's nurturing thoughts Mm -hmm. or critical thoughts Mm -hmm. because that's what the job of the mother also that she'll stay very nurturing for that kid Mm -hmm. up until it's about five or six years old and now it's time for the kid to perform to go to school, Mm -hmm. to learn the ABCs, to do what you're told to do. (laughs) And so this is doing what we're told to do is actually, Eric Byrne calls this, the critical parent. Mm -hmm. And it is a learned behavior. Nurturing parent is um, hormonal and instinctual, but critical parent is learned behavior and Mm -hmm. boy, do our society, make sure our kids get a big dose of it. (laughs) So now when you're in sitting in meditation and you're having a a thought like, oh, these are background thoughts that I'm having,
1: Mm -hmm. it's Mm.
0: time now to start um, monitoring them Perhaps uh, being on guard for them Mm -hmm. so that you begin to direct what kind of background thoughts that you're going to be having, Mm -hmm. like nurturing thoughts, like Mm -hmm. gladdening the mind Mm -hmm. is uh, on our agenda, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and critical thoughts like, am I doing this right, or I did have it, now I don't, and Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff is critical thoughts, and it does not... Generate in the mind the kind of chemicals that we're intending to create.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, those kind of thoughts will create adrenaline and cortisone and mm-hmm. other things like that. Mm-hmm. But we're interested in going after the dopamine and the serotonin especially and the uh, oxycodone. Mm-hmm. To bond with ourselves, to be nurturing to ourselves, and to do mm. that, we have to have nurturing thoughts,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's uh, so. Um, Goenka's very, very famous story, or the uh, let us say the the phrase that he uses, mm-hmm. he says it in a very nurturing way, and is mm. deep. Never mind. Try <laughs>
2: Yeah, a good saying, one, that.
0: You stop those thoughts and you come back and watch the breath. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's how the students treat themselves, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saying that there's something wrong with the background thoughts. There's nothing wrong with them at all. You've been doing that your whole life. Mm-hmm. There's so much I, w- I like to think
2: about there. And, um, you know, I'm really struck by your reference to the. <clears throat> Oxycodin, code I think, um, and how that relates to the idea of, of non-self and how the kind of w- the womb is this like originating space of non-differentiation between you and the world. And it's something I've wondered to the extent to which meditation is kind of a, a, a kind of journey towards reconnect, making that reconnection.
0: That's exactly right, and how do we connect with that? Is that thought to turn it from a critical thought into yeah. a nurturing thought but then but then obviously, there's another part of my
2: brain that's like that's just regression, like why are we making ourselves <laughs> why are we doing that? The you reason
0: know? you've got all of those books behind you is because <laughs> you're trying to reconnect yes yeah that's that's that's
2: probably true, yeah. Oh, just
0: yeah, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of trying to read and connect, let us um, think ourselves into it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: or go directly for that. But then but then yes, yeah, but sorry. let us think about it like this. Mm-hmm. instead of taking it on as the image of the infant, yeah, take it on as the image of you being the nurturing mother that is reconnecting with your environment Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: reconnect with your baby yeah reconnect with the little patrick yeah (laughs) yeah that feels like you need that
2: connection (laughs) yeah um but i guess i guess where i'm leading with this is this idea that like you know something that I sort of glimpsed in um, meditation is moments when I can't, and that maybe I'm going a bit off topic here, but there's, there's no cognitive or there's no perceptual difference in my mind between me and the, in my environment that everything feels. And that's an incredible place to be.
0: And yes. And that's, uh, that is part of the success. Yeah. All right. but in fact, um, if a mother is holding her infant Mm -hmm. and connecting and feeling about that kind of stuff, about the only kind of words that she can get out of her mouth is things like (laughs) oochie-goochie-goochie. That's about all she can say.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, so listen for a second and recognize that, yes, if we look at it from the point of uh being critical
1: mm. that
0: agitates us, gets mm. us afraid, gets us worked up, and gets us with tasks to do mm-hmm. and uh, uh separation anxieties and mm. other things like that, but the nurturing kind of thoughts that we will have mm. will be settling there'll be you. there'll be um friendly uh nurturing thoughts mm-hmm. mm. and then the mind will in fact. Settle down so Mm. that you can, in fact, go to a state where there's not much talking going on Mm. because the feelings are in correct shape. Mm. But in fact, um, one of the little poems of of Chang Tzu says that when the shoe is right, Mm -mm. then the foot is forgotten. Mm. Imagine walking around with your shoe that's uh, got the heel off of it or that it's got a big (laughs) hole in it or whatever like that. And then we keep watching that shoe because there's something wrong. Okay. Then he says, when the heart is right, then for and against are Mm. forgotten. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, what is the critical mind? Is that critical mind of yes, no, yes, no, mm-hmm. no, no, yes, no. Is that uh, mm-hmm. agitation that we have. Mm-hmm. But when we come to the point that everything is okay, when the heart is right, mm-hmm. then we no longer have so many thoughts of yes, no, this has got to be done. Let me mm-hmm. think about that. And then the mind settles down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the in going in that direction, continuing to change those random thoughts or the background thoughts, mm. start to direct them towards, oh, I'm glad I don't have to think about that anymore.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: All right, now everything is really cool, everything is really <laughs> easy, everything is to buy, everything is nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Sabai
0: is a Thai word for. I
2: was going to ask, yeah.
0: <laughs> Monkey dory. Everything. That's a nice is word. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and so we take on that um, uh, concept of mm-hmm. being the nurturing mother mm-hmm. or the concept of nurturing ourselves mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing about that is you can say that what the self is is the self is a self preservation instinct a self preservation or something that responds to fear mm. separation
1: mm. running
0: away all of that kind of stuff or get the job done etc mm. and so that's selfishness
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if we have nurturing thoughts then like the mother bonding with her infant
1: Mm
0: -hmm. that's the togetherness Mm -hmm. so we can actually go so far as to say that that can grow all the way up to full blown political parties and political organizations in the sense of the conservative is the one who's trying to keep what they've got and they're Mm -hmm. very selfish about it Mm -hmm. versus the altruistic or the communal Mm -hmm. So you have socialism on one side and you have capitalism on the other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of them is, uh, the, um, is nurturing in the sense of let's take care of the poor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's provide medical benefits for mm-hmm. everyone. Let's learn to get along here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And on the conservative side is you cost me money. You get out of here. I don't want to see you because you're a bother to me, okay? And you can Mm -hmm. see how that separation creates the selfishness.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Another example of that is your brother comes and he asks to borrow a fairly large sum of money, let's say 500 quid.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you have a choice of saying, no, I don't have the money or no, I'm not going to give it to you because I don't think you'll pay me back or no, 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 no. He Mm -hmm. feels bad. He doesn't get what he wants or needs. And you feel bad for him asking. And Mm -hmm. there is separation and a bunch of selfishness going on. Mm -hmm. But if you answer him instead, let me help you as best I can here. I have 500 quid or let us get, get it for you. Mm -hmm. Now we're coming together and we're bonding. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's friendship. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, if you think about it, that's exactly what the entire sum of the teachings of the Buddha is really all about. Mm -hmm. Friendship, Mm -hmm. joining (laughs) together, being being in community.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that the only way that humans can be in community Mm -hmm. with each other is when they have community within their own heart. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So going back to that issue Mm -hmm. of, I will give him the money because... I feel gushy towards him more so than I need 500 quid. Mm-hmm. But the selfish dude is saying, I need my 500 quid and the hell with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. So this is basically what we're talking about. That is almost easy enough to see that it's a light switch. Mm-hmm. And the light switch is, is there one person mm-hmm against the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: are, are we all in this together
1: mm-hmm.
0: in other words are we enemies or are we friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: are we going to nurture or are we going to criticize <laughs> and our society has gotten into being very critical
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And the whole teaching of Jesus is all about, no, let's be in this together to take care of the poor, to visit the sick, to go to jail, to see the guy that you have in jail and bond with him, Mm. rather than going around the temple saying, you're not a good enough Jew, you get out, Mm. which is the way of the Pharisee. We're Mm. better than you are. Mm. We're high Mm. class, or the Brahmins, Mm. we're high class, Mm. so This is the idea, then, is are we going to separate or are we going to join?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Are we going to bond with that infant? Mm -hmm. Are we going to treat it like a naughty kid? Mm -hmm. And so this is how we begin to have our thoughts. We're going to have bonding thoughts. We're going to have, never mind, start Mm -hmm. again. It's it what you said earlier and this seems like
2: a really really profound teaching and something that is quite hard to I shouldn't use that language but you know it's 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 a challenge to put into practice that kind of non-judgmental mind and it reminds me a bit of that zen koan um is it the great the great way is easy for those who have no preferences or something i've, I've probably mashed it up <laughs> probably misquoted it but um the the it's the kind of abandonment of preferences at the gate of something or the moment of mm-hmm. mindful contact um well which is, if
0: you think about it a preference is actually a division yeah yeah exactly
2: yeah yeah that um it is an immediate kind of um
0: Cutting things into good and bad. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. That's the critical mind.
2: Mm. So we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about equanimity, but then also about like actively love, love, active love. (laughs) Like, you know, like applying. It's not just saying that this this
0: one. I prefer the word gushy, by the way. Gushy. Gushy. (laughs) Yeah. Gushy. (laughs) Gushy.
2: Okay, yeah, so this is the new terminology, Um, so equanimity and gushy, yeah, okay, and that these things actually are the kind of... Well, I would go
0: so far as to say that equanimity is the power Mm -hmm. of getting gushy often. (laughs) Okay, okay,
2: okay, yeah, no, that makes sense,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, So yeah no it's interesting because i think i'm i've probably um a bit of a maybe a hindrance if that's the right word for me is like maybe (laughs) oh it's gonna sound so obvious but overthinking it you know like the what you're saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) i see i see your joke yes yeah (laughs)
2: um but what you're saying is that there's a kind of emotional um posture almost like there's a kind of way you can
0: right attitude
2: yeah yeah okay so it's right
0: use the word posture yeah
2: I quite like that word (laughs) I can see it in my in my mind that's why um I can visualize it um but yeah okay so so this is we've been leading towards right attitude and this is another this is maybe
0: It's part of the sugar component of the cake. (laughs) Okay, right. And the brain chemical is known as oxycodone. Yeah, yeah. The sugar for the mind or the bonding agent or that Mm. which holds things together. This is, yeah, this is... As opposed to sour, which may be interesting, Mm. but ultimately... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah okay and so these background thoughts are way too often sour thoughts Mm, mm, yeah or they're often unwholesome thoughts we have a whole vocabulary of this you know Mm. of um, uh wholesome versus unwholesome Mm. um um appropriate inappropriate Mm. hindering thoughts and Mm. uh supportive thoughts Mm -hmm. Nurturing versus criticism, these are all the dualities in there, Mm -hmm. and it is hard for people to think about this duality uh, because they think, well, wait a minute, we're trying for unity. Yes, well, there Mm -hmm. is a duality between duality and unity. Mm -hmm. And on one side, the duality is all about criticism, all about this is good and this is bad and this is right and this is wrong. Mm -hmm. And on the other side over here, it's all about being gushy. It's all about being friends. It's all about bonding. And it's all about having these really delicious mental uh, chemicals Mm -hmm. washing around inside. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so this is the way to start operating with background thoughts is is Mm -hmm. that you have control over them Mm -hmm. also. Okay. Now in In regards to um, the the terminology of ancient times, mm-hmm. the Buddha used the word jhana mm. in modern times, the word jhana has almost taken on a magical quality
1: mm. Mm.
0: Mm. and so um, I have to be careful when I'm talking about jhana because a lot of people think about it as a as um, is, is magical mm. But in fact, what we're talking about here is is that by hindrances, which means Mm -hmm. we're removing critical thoughts Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and having only nurturing thoughts, Mm -hmm. that we begin then with these gladdening kind of nurturing thoughts, we begin to uh, actually create Mm -hmm. the oxycodone chemical kind Mm -hmm. of stuff inside and also begin to turn off the adrenaline and mm-hmm. the cortisol <clears throat> um, components. Mm-hmm. And so we actually do begin to feel good. Mm-hmm. This feel good is in ends in the Pali is the word sukha
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> And the word sukha actually the, means to feel good, a pleasure, and a better word for it is satisfaction, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But that satisfaction then can grow and as it does, if it has a, uh, let us say it this way, there's two kinds of ways of looking at this. And in fact, we're talking about pity and sukha mm-hmm. and that they are kind of a range mm-hmm. where the pity is up here and it can be really intense or lightweight. Mm-hmm. And then down here you have sukha mm-hmm. they can be intense or lightweight, mm-hmm. but they are on a continuum and mm-hmm. that continuum shares many features. One is, is that we feel secure. Mm. and safe mm. now those are ordinary words but in nepali it almost always gets translated because of sabaya translated as fearlessness and now fearlessness sounds like a really really big thing <laughs> fearlessness <laughs> is not a really big thing mm. because we're not talking about feelings of fearlessness we're mm. talking about feeling secure mm. feeling mm. safe mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you look around your room and you'll see there's no alligators or no crocodiles, there's no <laughs> bears, there's no barking um, uh, gorillas or uh, wolves or anything. Mm-hmm. And so we can we can see with the intellectual mind that things are safe, mm-hmm. but we still don't feel safe inside because we have been for so many years
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a critical state of mind. Well, criticism mm-hmm. actually creates an environment of unsafety. hmm they want you to feel unsafe, so you'll do what you're told to do so you can get back to a state of safety.
1: Mm.
0: All right, so mm. we're working with uh, with sukha and pity in the sense that we feel safe and we feel secure mm. and we feel um, content would be another mm. word, mm. satisfied. Mm. These are the ways that we look at it, uh, and sukha and pity are, are on the range of an energy level. Mm, mm. And so the description that I use is imagine that uh, the scene is a, um, a major league football game
1: mm. hoodie or,
0: or whatever, and the guy makes a goal. Mm. What does he do when he makes that goal? He's, he jumps up and yep. down He throws his hands he yells that some people will pile on and it's a great big celebration but what happens about a second or two after that mm. is ah, mm. that goal is over and i'm mm. really glad that we're mm. finished with that okay mm. so this is the pitti suka combination of yay we did it and yeah we did it <laughs> Yeah. And so that <clears throat> pity can grow mm-hmm. as a skill to be developed. Mm-hmm. And that as it grows, it can be considered now of the growth of enthusiasm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, the growth of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And so that that enthusiasm as it grows, it matures into right attitude of the winner. Mm-hmm. And so this is the best way of looking at pity. It is a satisfaction that's based upon the success that, in fact, you can have nurturing thoughts in your mind mm. Mm. rather than. It. Mm-hmm. So now what we've got with uh, with the removal of the hindrances and mm. this state of satisfaction that was brought on by um, nurturing thoughts. Mm gives us the attitude that we're going to be able to do this and we become Mm -hmm. a winner. Mm -hmm. These are all parts of the Eightfold Noble Path. This is all part of Anapanasati. It's all part of brain chemistry and all this stuff fits together. Oh, that's what it is, okay?
1: Mm -hmm. In
0: the sense of the Eightfold Noble Path, we have right view. We have Mm -hmm. right sati to wake up. We have right effort to start having wholesome thoughts,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: nurturing thoughts. And then right attitude of, yeah, I can have nice, wholesome thoughts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can feel good. I don't have to feel bad. Mm -hmm. And we need to keep telling ourselves that over and over and over again, especially when we catch ourselves feeling bad.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's
0: good. That's good advice. (laughs) And so this is the practice and, and, the, and the result of this practice, mm-hmm. not a goal, mm-hmm. not something achieved, not an attainment, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. natural outcome of this practice is first jhana. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the Buddha talks about it all the time in the sense that anybody can go into first jhana. People go into first jhana just listening to the Buddha talk. Mm-hmm. People go into first jhana just listening to me talk sometimes. Why <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. He was good. <laughs> right. So this is the way that we want to to practice. Is to practice in the sense of making sure that we do have some control over these what you were calling background thoughts. Mm, because mm. those background thoughts are what sets your mood anyway. Mm,
1: so in
0: this sense of first jhana, we have now two main skills to be developed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The first skill is to gladden the mind, to mm. get into a state of satisfaction mm-hmm. and to go into it. Can mm-hmm. you come can you come to the state of satisfaction easily? Mm-hmm. Or is it a little bit hard in the beginning is hard because we're so used to being critical mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. the more you practice the more nurturing thoughts you have and the fewer mm-hmm. critical thoughts you will have until you throw the balance switch and now you begin to feel good mm-hmm. okay so that's the first one mm-hmm. the second one the big skill is to learn to sustain the mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. to keep it going and how we do that is now by guarding Mm. with these background thoughts Mm. to make sure that they are wholesome, they are Mm. nurturing, they Mm. are um, uh, satisfying thoughts, Mm. and they're no longer the hindering thoughts. Mm. And it's very easy to tell which one is which, but because almost all the hindering thoughts have to do with thoughts about someplace else, Mm -hmm. And some other time, some Mm -hmm. other place, some other time, maybe last Mm -hmm. week or two hours ago.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. right now, here, we have Mm -hmm. this infant that we Mm -hmm. didn't care for.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And get all gushy and everything. Mm -hmm. And and learn to maintain that. Yeah. So this is the practice. Okay. Now, uh, I've said all of this before, but I'm saying it in kind of like a new way.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's, it's, I can feel it sinking in a bit deeper this time as well, <laughs> <laughs> with all the context of the conversation that just preceded it. It kind of, is <clears throat> falling into
0: place a bit more. And, all right. Yeah. There is a Bible story that mm. hits this home so hard that it is profound, mm. and yet. Most of the people who read this story have Mm. already been told the story. And because of that, they don't understand. They understand what they were told about it. Okay. Mm. Another way of saying this, and we're talking about the story of Adam and Eve.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: The story of Adam and Eve for many Christians is all about the story of Adam and Eve Mm. rather than the point of the story. (laughs) Okay, mm. it's like getting all wrapped up in Aesop fables, and we got to talk about rabbits and and uh, <laughs> um, and turtles. Yeah, yeah. Without learning the lessons that each one of them has to offer, mm. okay. And this is the problem with Adam and Eve: is they get wrapped up in the story of who's the stake and why is he talking and why did he go to the woman in the first place and why do women always make men screw up. Mm. Mm -hmm. And was it an apple or what kind of fruit was it? And you know the the whole nine yards and it ends up with, and God threw them out of Mm -hmm. the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. There's a whole different way of looking at the story. Mm -hmm. And that is by using the word fruit. We're no longer talking about an apple or an orange or a piece of fruit. We're talking about the results of an action. Mm. Just like the fruit of your labors, the fruit Mm. of the loom, the fruit of the groin. Mm. uh, They don't use that word, the fruit of what? Loin, that's the word. The fruit of the (laughs) loins, all right? Close enough. We're talking about the results. And Mm. so uh, uh, Adam and Eve had to eat the results of their actions. Mm. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So look at the tree now. What is the tree that this fruit comes from? Mm -hmm. Is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In other words, you could say that this is the story of the knowledge of eating the fruit of criticism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that when we are critical saying that this is good and this is bad and that's up and that's down, et cetera, like Mm -hmm. that. Then we begin to start finding faults with our own paradise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All that tree was beautiful, except that it's got a limb that's dead. Let me cut down the whole tree. I don't want any Mm -hmm. trees in my garden that have dead limbs on them. Mm -hmm. And that one's got a yellow leaf. (laughs) Okay. And if I do that with all the plants in the garden, going to wind up with a, uh, Mm. Uh, A parking lot, I guess. (laughs) 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 Okay, so what this means is is that with a critical mind, we destroy our own paradise.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: We destroy the nurturing parent Mm. Mm. and the child relationship. Mm. And that's the story of Adam and Eve, and that's right there in the Bible, Mm. is that it's our choices... Mm. of the political mind going around and saying this is good and this is bad that actually destroys our paradise
1: mm. Mm.
0: which is the criticism if we nurture the paradise
1: mm. and
0: say oh this paradise is really nice <laughs> oh that's a really nice yellow leaf there and that mm. dead limb is quite beautiful mm. and now we can allow paradise to be paradise
1: mm.
0: because we're not being so critical of it well guess what You are that paradise.
2: That's pretty good. (laughs) Mm.
0: And we're in the habit of destroying our paradise. We Mm. were taught to do it from about age five or six. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think we definitely are. (laughs) It's definitely uh, habitual for sure. Um okay. That, thank you so much, Damaratu. That's made things a lot clearer in my mind. Um I'm gonna practice being gushy. <laughs> yeah,
0: practice being gushy. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. No, and I'll thanks le- for being so gushy with me on this call too. Oh, this has been quite delightful. I yeah, no,
2: yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Damaratu. I've learned a lot. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Okay, see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye Demorati. Okay,
0: bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.